Let's together turn our focus toward this widow in our gospel. Why is Jesus so deeply moved by what this woman does? She puts into the treasury a very small gift. And yet, she's giving in those two small coins, she is giving to God everything that she had. This woman sums up the whole gospel of Jesus. This woman reflects the divine logic that reigns in heaven. This woman is a perfect example of the fruit of the death and resurrection of Jesus. This woman reveals in her actions how far the Holy Spirit can take each one of us. And this divine logic is expressed most simply and in a very beautiful way in one of the most repeated lines in the Second Vatican Council, which goes like this. A person can only discover themselves, can only most fully be themselves in the complete gift of themselves. The law of self-gift. This woman, in giving all she had, reveals how much she knows the immense love of God for her that she is willing to surrender and completely abandon her whole life to God through the gift of these two coins. That she trusts God so absolutely. It is this law that is written deep in our hearts which is why that every person seeking for happiness, which is everybody, every person looking for that beautiful, fulfilling life, what they're really looking for, even though many don't realize it, they are looking for the one who can give them the grace to live this complete gift of themselves unto God and for the sake of others. I remember a priest standing up in front of a, a whole room full of priests and he said, on the day of my ordination, I gave everything to God and ever since then, I've been trying to find ways to take it back. We all know this. We've all experienced this. For example, couples in marriage, 
that moment when they made their vows, they made a promise to give everything. And yet so many couples will share honestly how after years of marriage, so many of those initial acts of thoughtfulness and kindness will go by the wayside. Friendships, we know how challenging those are. In school, whether it's grade school or high school or college, all throughout our life, those initial moments of a friendship, we know that this friendship is to be forever. Like those, those scenes in the movie where they cut themselves and mingle their blood together. A blood covenant. And yet how hard it is to stay committed to a friendship all throughout our life. A friendship like David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. We all know in our deepest honesty that the greatest challenge of our Christian life is how to remain passionate in our love for God and in the giving and outpouring of our life in the way that God has called us. Like me, you probably experience how easy it is to fall back into lukewarmness, a Christian life of tepidity, how easy it is to be measured and calculated in how we give our lives. Too measured and not generous like this woman. When we look at the martyrs, that they gave their lives unto death for the sake of Christ in the gospel. We look at those who lived celibate lives or virgins who consecrated their lives for the sake of the kingdom and the countless lay men and women who have lived lives of such beautiful sacrifice, allowing themselves to be burnt up and spent in giving their lives for the sake of the gospel. How can we maintain our passion for God, our passion for living the faith? When God so loved the world that he gave his son, when he gave us his son, he gave us everything. He gave us his whole heart. That's why Jesus is so moved by this widow. Because she is an image of the heart of the Heavenly Father. And then Jesus, in his passionate love for us and for his Father, he emptied himself, became poor for our sake, and gave his life unto death in order to save us. And he said, I came to cast fire on this earth. And oh, how I wish that this fire was already ablaze. 
And tongues of fire came down upon Mary and the apostles, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. My dear friends, as we look at the passion and death of Jesus, it was the power of this divine fire, this holy love of God that filled Jesus' holy humanity all throughout his life, which made him so passionately in love with us that he was willing to die, to give everything, to not hold anything back. And this is where I continually through my experience, continually find the place to be renewed in my own heart, to be passionate for God, passionate in living a life of self-giving love, passionate in overcoming with Christ all areas of selfishness, Passionate in forgiving 70 times 7. Passionate in loving those who are difficult to love. It is staying close to the passion of Jesus where I come in contact with the fire of the Holy Spirit that filled Jesus at this moment and that can renew my heart and renew your heart time and time again. You know, we got to take our crosses, our crucifix off our walls and actually use them, pray with them. I was just on retreat last week. I cannot tell you how many times on retreats where the priest, the director has said, I want you to meditate on the passion of Jesus Christ. And the most powerful, fruitful moment of my retreat last week is when I spent an hour gazing upon a crucifix and what this means. What does this mean? And it just awoke in my heart. I'm still living by the grace of that moment. I know many of you wear crosses around your neck like I do, sometimes throughout the day, just to touch that cross can be a beautiful moment of connecting with the passion of Jesus to more generously suffer and endure all that we must bear for the sake of living our consecration to God. Retreats are wonderful for renewing us. Every Mass can be like a mini-retreat if we come and fully open ourselves to the mystery of the death and resurrection that is made present again on this altar at every Mass. And that passionate love of Christ poured into you and me at the moment of Holy Communion from the pierced side of Christ continually poured out in communion for you and me. Every family should have one of these in your house. And if you don't have one, go out and buy one. A crucifix. 
There was a village in the Balkan countries in Eastern Europe where the crucifix was central to family life. And it continually was a source of strength and renewal in marriages and families. When life got hard, they would look at the cross and reconnect to the power of the Spirit. This is why Paul said, we preach only Christ crucified. The power and the wisdom of God. This is power. And we need to find ways to connect with this mystery all throughout our lives. Otherwise, we will live very shallow, lukewarm Christian lives that will not attract others, that will not be a witness of what we actually believe. So let us now take our lives and immerse them in the mystery of the passion and death of Christ that will now be made present through this Eucharist so that we can be rekindled and renewed in our hearts. Amen.